The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. But your makeup looks good, Wolfie. Thanks. I yes, spent all morning, all morning, all morning putting on my makeup. Did you get your beauty sleep? I did. I did. I'm a little bit more energized uh, this go around. I don't sound like I'm depressed, which is great. Or maybe I sound more depressed. I'm not sure. Um, but this episode. Are you just are you just messing with us? I'm not. I'm not at all. But this episode is sponsored by Unnamed Energy Drink. And of course, the unnamed whatever the hell this is. It's not in the glass. I actually... No, it's not. Glasses. That's, yeah, the glass is oh. wrong. Glass is wrong. This is, is it just caramel colored liquid water like from a bottle or what? Yeah. Yeah. Unnamed, yeah. unnamed whiskey. Unnamed, unnamed whiskey. <laughs> or bourbon, actually. I think it's bourbon. Bourbon. Uh, well, there is a difference. What is the difference? And location geographically and distill distillation levels. So if champagne is from Champagne, France, mm-hmm. whiskey is from where? Ireland or Scotland. Well, Scotland's not no, Scotland, it's, Scotch. It's not like a... Scotland is Scotch. Whiskey no, is no. Ireland. Yeah, Scotland, Scotch. Bourbon Whiskey's is Ireland. Bourbon is Kentucky. Bur- or Tennessee. There's Tennessee, Tennessee. bourbon too. Got Why in- is it Tennessee and Kentucky? Um, I think that was just the historical geographic location hmm. of us Americans stealing the Irish's <laughs> alcoholic ideas. <laughs> well, hey everyone, welcome to the 17th episode of the Wolf and Bull podcast. Thanks so much for joining us again. Uh, I am the Wolf. I'm not Alex Jones. And we also have... The bull baby. He's, he's here as bull well. Bull baby bull. <laughs> bull baby. The bull baby gang. Um, and today we have some interesting talk, topics to go over with you. As a quick reminder before we get started, check out our other episodes and tell your friends and family about us. Of course, uh, you really don't know our names and you probably never will know our names. So uh, the wolf and bull will probably just uh, suffice. But anything at all really helps. Uh, if you'd like to, you know give an incredibly accurate take on not only our incredibly accurate takes, go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify you know, or on Instagram. how incredibly accurate our takes really are. We are the most accurate. Compared to Don, the least Don accurate Le- to Don, to Don, Don Le- Le- Well, <laughs> now that you say that, we're comparing against Don that Lemon. superstar. <laughs> Don Lemon. Uh, Don uh, Lemon. I feel like Don Lemon would be way better. What was, what was the other What was the other guy uh, in Anchorman That's two? what I was... Wasn't uh, it? Jack... Uh, Jack... Gosh, what was it? Was, it was... Uh, it, oh, up. we gotta have, know. No, we gotta got, know. I've got the phone now, so... We gotta know. Anchorman, uh, by the way. Uh, the greatest movies of all of, time. Well, actually, I like number two better than... I don't know if I like one or two better. Both great. Both great. Um, but Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Lemon. Jack Lame. Jack Lame. Jack Lame. Jack Lame. Jack Lame. So, so Don Lame. Yeah, Don Lame. that works. Don Lemon. Well, I mean, we're going to keep the, the news pretty pretty quick today. Do you have anything outside of what we've kind of covered? Anything you want to cover specifically? I've got two topics that are pretty co-related. Co-related? Co-related. Are they, they cormorbid? Co-morbid? Yeah. yeah. On that note. Co-related. Because everything is about that. Literally everything right? is about that. I think life is comorbid. Eventually, yeah. Don't you die because you lived? Isn't that actually the baseline of everything? 
So we all are, we all have a, we're all, we're all under the <laughs> I was going to go there. down a really bad, <laughs> we're, you know what I'm saying, right? Yes, I so, understand. Hey, hey, we, all, we all have a disease. It's called life. Uh, constant life oxygenation. Yes, damn <laughs> oxygen. And that damn thing, our lungs keep going in and out yeah. and our heart keeps beating, I hope. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the thing. I mean, you right? can stop it. There's plenty of ways to do it. Oh, and, and now, <laughs> according yeah. to shocking and totally unpredictable shock, shock, events, shock, 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 uh, shock. let's talk about the news. So the Chinese Communist Party the is refusing hold the it, CCP. I thought we got rid of the Communist Party years ago in the Berlin Wall. Oh, yeah, you're down. right. The Chinese, There's no such thing, the right? The Chinese Cuddle it's the Party. the People's no, Republic. No, the Chinese Cuddle Party is what it cuddle is. Cuddle Party? Yeah. Cuddle Party. The CCP. Like a cuddlefish? Yeah. Is it? It's, uh, it they're refusing slimy? to cooperate with the WHO probe. The who? The who, yeah. The what? The who. They're Who's refusing. On Who's ref- on first? You know that, right? What was that? Who's on first? Who is on first? Yeah. No, no, no. Who was on first? Yes. Xi Jinping. What's on second? Second, I'll tell you in a second. Um, you but, have uh, no idea. I have no idea. You don't, your, your references look up some are time getting to more Abbott and, and Costello. You know who Abbott Costello is? I know the name. Oh my God, you are so freaking young. It's I know. You're 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 getting very you know, Nostradamusy you know with your just, references. Just as a <laughs> Nostradamusy. <laughs> Evan Costello is around during the rock well, shall fly over the moon while the sun does, rises beneath the earth. <laughs> it's just very oh. obscure. <laughs> Look it up sometime. You'll have a great time. Listen to the what used to be very famous. <laughs> who's on first? Abbott and Costello comedy skit. Okay. I'll, I'll You'll, look it up. <laughs> oh, my God. These damn wolves—they well, don't the, know anything. The, the they don't know what true comedy is. We can't talk about the news now. <laughs> Why? You're talking about the who? Oh, I'm so distracted. The who that's owned um, by the CCP? Yes, right? the who is owned by the Chinese Cuddle Party. Yeah. Um, and so they're not letting the the who do their probes in relation to the lab leak theory. <laughs> of course, uh, of course they're not. Of course they're not. Well, who wants to be I probed? Nev- did you I mean, see that you coming? You want to be probed? Did I don't want to be probed. You think the Chinese want to be probed any more than anybody else? I mean, they, they do. Are cuddle they party, do though. probe. They got, didn't they kind probe of a cuddle their, party? Didn't they start probing like stuff for COVID? Like legitimately, like up the. I'm not sure. I'm positive. Are you I going saw stri- something right back into Alex I'm Jones. Po- I'm positive. I saw something. I the Chinese are anally probing. <laughs> They're really <laughs> cuttlefish over there. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um. So Z- I'm gonna put you this name. Why I'm, do you? Why, why don't you? T- why don't you put it into like your app on your phone that's tracking no, everything you no. do and Zeng, have it translate for you once in a Zeng, while? Zhang. 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 Deputy head of Chinese National Health Commission. God, that's such a mouthful. Uh, stated that in some aspects, the WHO's plan for next phase of investigation of the coronavirus origin doesn't respect common sense, and it's against science. <laughs> Zeng also added that <laughs> we hope the WHO would seriously review the considerations and suggestions made by Chinese experts and truly treat the origin tracing of the COVID-19 virus as a scientific matter <laughs> and get rid of political interference. Zeng also claimed, mm, I can't do this. This is so it's stupid. It's so funny. Zeng claimed without evidence that no worker or researcher at the Wuhan Institute of Virology got infected by coronavirus, despite the Wall Street Journal reporting early, early 
earlier this year that three workers at the lab became ill well, with similar not, COVID symptoms. Yeah, but they were workers. He didn't actually, if you look at the semantics <laughs> properly, he said no workers. That's like current workers. Because the workers that got it are like off in a freaking gulag somewhere now. You know what I wish? Or with the Uyghurs. I, yeah, that's it's not the gulag. It's just the work camp. They're they're not as creative. They're not. They don't it, have a good it, word for it yet. No, it just go work in the mines. Uh, you know what I wish with all these bad guys, quote unquote. I wish they were smarter. I wish they were more intelligent. They don't have to be. <laughs> they're so wolf. They don't dumb. have to be. All they have to do oh. is repeat the talking points over and over and over and over. And there's enough freaking idiots out there that just will listen to anything. In eventually, they're listening to our podcast. Well, we have a we have a higher grade of idiot than the next. Meaning, if we listen oh, to it, that means other people like. We've you, got you an know exciting what? episode I, today. I, 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 honestly, the, we've said it a million times. Oh. This is commentary. It's opinion, and it's meant to stretch the mind. It's, it's accurate. Large. It's historically your senses accurate. bring about context and 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 oh. detail in perspective that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise isn't well, that what this is all about if sure. it's not i'm gonna get off my hill i'm gonna stop listening in well the you're off the and hill I'm now go- you're on you're about to go on vacation so the, oh, the wolf is fine the wolf the bull is off the hill he's going on vacation soon so the is hill that what they tell all the bulls as they're herding yeah. them into the yeah. into the cart on yeah. the way to the slaughterhouse at least i i'm like i'm culturally and socially and like in all areas of existence for wolves protected <laughs> protected used to be protected now they're um just... well you know what's funny uh about this whole topic because it's gotten really heated and full of drama lately did you see anthony fauci well and, no, no, and, hold and, on. and let's, paul let's back up just smack each other about it let's just back up a second because it, it, who was it the other day who's the commentator uh, uh stewart um john, john stewart. stewart yeah and he went this was a couple weeks ago but he went on and on <laughs> about how um the you know who in the right mind would have believed that a bat and a what's the name of the other animal pangolin a pangolin which i still i said it like a a dolphin and a penguin hey, south park painted that? it right pangolin. it was randy and the pangolin why is it that the simpsons in south park like they, i think nostradamus writes for them because they get like freaking everything right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so if it's <laughs> I, I hate to say this because it's probably going to put me on some sort of government watch list. Uh, Al- Alex Alex Jones has made a lot of correct predictions too in his dumb analysis of things, and I don't mean that like accurate. I mean like he he has a habit of being very Nostradamusy about a lot of things, which is fine. But the Nostradamusy people are now starting to be right about things, which is scaring the shit out of me because it means that I'm crazy if I don't believe them. Especially when they point to it and say, see, it actually came from a lab. Or see, well, the seventh tower did <laughs> fall down yeah, exactly. because of the government. Well, you know, <laughs> oh what's the old God, saying? A, bro- a broken clock is right twice yeah, a day, well, right? No matter what. So a conspiracy theorist, all I have to do is be right once. You yeah. don't have to be as good yeah. as a broken clock. Well, But the, the reality is, though, it seems like it's more than twice a day these days. It's like because just, because these people like are so predictable. theories are just forecasters. They're so pretty. Well, here's the thing. Look, it, it's an easy projection. It's, it's an easy forecast. It's not hard. You know what it is? Be a freaking pessimist. Yeah. Just assume the worst and yeah. then back off from there. Yeah. Just, hey, hey, by the way, I've just met you. I think you're a total jerk. You're a and serial until killer. Until you prove me otherwise, <laughs> I think you run around in like de-skin people all the yeah. time. And, you know, and, you know, hopefully... 
my lack of expectation in you will never be justified. And you'll end up being a better person than that. But you're always going to have that carrot above the head, though. Right. You see, my one of the big troubles I've had in life as the old bull that I am is that I start the other way. I start everybody with an A. Yeah, that's true. And unfortunately, (laughs) the bell curve is does not work. Well, not not always. Uh, You know, and what's interesting, you mentioned John Stewart. And I got on this a second ago, but Anthony Fauci and, and Rand Paul were like oh, about to come awesome, to fisticuffs. Man. So this is hilarious. Uh, and, and here's the thing that I get about this whole thing: you is do look, not know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. <laughs> not a bit. I can't. I can't. I do his voice. You, you, uh, you did before. Probably. It's like a dying animal. Um, <laughs> but uh, Anthony Fauci. But um, I guess the the thing that I find so entertaining about it is he tells Rand Paul, who uh, is he a neuroscientist? No, he's a he's a bureaucrat. He's no, nothing no, now. No, but Rand Paul. No, Rand Paul is oh, an actual doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah, but yes. what's his? I can't remember what accreditation. I don't know. He is. is he kind of like a doctor of I uh, say, undergraduate education? Like no, Jill he's Biden? not. She, he's not the greatest doctor of all time. He's the second um, greatest. Right? What is he? Well, I'll tell you what he is. He he's talks logically. That's what he freaking is. Yeah, so he's he's American. He's a he's an American. He's, a, he's just a general but, physician. Yeah, he's a general like physician. And 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 Anthony Fauci telling him that you sir do not know what you're talking about is absolutely hilarious because it, look. It comes down to the definition of gain of function, right? So it comes down to us understanding what gain of function is, whether it is is researching, you know, when it comes to taking a virus. Oh, hold on. Let's break that down. Let's stop just a second and break down those three words. Gain, gain of, function. of function. Yeah. Okay. What what do all these things mean? Gain means what? Something above and beyond what it yeah. is right now. Mm-hmm. Not to attain, to gain, meaning you start somewhere and you go. Okay. So to reach for. There's to different Reach for, to get yes. better than, whatever, mm-hmm. of function. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get more functionality, yeah. something that functions better than it used to. Which, if you start with a, a a a dead animal and you revive it, you have Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. You actually don't have Frankenstein. Frankenstein is a doctor, which we shouldn't have believed him back then either. He went out and wow, you are <laughs> I, I, zero to one hundred. It's, it's a case. But, I mean, so, think about it. Yes, here, so here. I am Frankenstein. I'm going to go out in in dig that was up a really people. good. Was that that was good? That was a good Frankenstein. Do that oh, again. No, Do that. No, but that this time totally go. Ah, ah, I can, ah. That would be Count Chocula. I am vamp- that would be Count Chocula. Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, here's a doctor. Yeah, at the time wherever the frick he lived in Transylvania, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, no, yeah, but I was talking. Frankenstein, I thought you were talking depending about, uh, on where you're at. And he and his he and his sidekick Abby Normal, or no, that's no Igor went out and got an Abby Normal brain <laughs> and put it in all the parts for these dead people and zapped them with electricity and brought it to life. Right? And what did they do? That was the first time ever they called something gain of function. That, and you it heard was it, financed. You heard it here on the Wolf and Bull That's people. Right. Everyone knows the oh, gain of function historical first. recollection of the gain of function. Mary Shelley defined um, gain of function. Well, and that's no. and that's the thing is is I, I get why we we do things like that. I'm not necessarily against us doing something like that. The thing I'm against is us doing it in China. And if anyone has ever utilized, no offense to the Chinese people because the Chinese people are great, but if anyone has ever utilized Chinese products, sometimes they're kind of wonky. So what I mean by that is we shouldn't be collaborating or sending all of our work or all of our dependency over to a country that can barely figure out how to effectively treat its people. 
Right. So, and their vaccine went to hell in a handbasket. Of course didn't it did. And, but no one and, talks about that. But think, think about this for a minute. The United States, this is back when I was a kid. They used to call things that would break all the time very Mickey Mouse. That's what they used to call it. And Interesting. You, do, do you know why they used to call that that? It's because at the time, Disney was outsourcing a lot of its little little tchotchkes that you would buy at their mm-hmm. their places or what before online, right? Yeah. And to Jap- Japan. Yeah. This was before Japan really took off and had unbelievably great products. Yeah. So they called it Mickey Mouse because it would break down all the time. Hmm. So to your point, you outsource stuff because of cheap labor and with the without the expectation of it having uh, um, detailed perfection, if you will. So gain of function, going back to that, since I don't want to go off on a tangent about Frankenstein again, it, d- gain of function is, in some people's eyes, it's a necessary evil to, to try to explore how something could happen so that we can combat it when our enemies do something like that. Or it's, right? like, well, it's like a future prevention, right? It, so absolutely, it absolutely. Sense. And there are other people that say, don't delve into that water. Let, let nature take its course and all that kind of thing. And, and you could make arguments for both sides of that. So I'm not even against, as it were, gain-of-function research, though there are details about it that we could get in another time that are kind of... <laughs> really wild, right? But the fact is, is if you if you're supplying if the NIH through EcoHealth, and the guy that ran EcoHealth who happened to be on the 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 WHO investigative team, which is a hilarious because uh, it's owned by China. That's correct. So but funny. my my yeah. point is, the only American on that WHO team was the guy that was president of EcoHealth, which is the guy that took the money from the NIH at, NHS, NIH NIH and gave it to Wuhan Lab. It's the same same person. <laughs> Do you and this, know what, this is all conspiracy you know what, theory, and we got thrown off Facebook a year you know ago what, for even bringing this will. shit up. We'll see, we still will. You know what's but, great about it, though, is that if this actually goes through, say, say Fauci and this guy and whoever's tied to this actually gets in trouble for it, they won't. No, no one's going to get in trouble. They're not gonna, but if they do, talk about an incredible movie irony oh it's a, it would should be, be a movie anyway movie. this all will make movie. movie but it'll but the the whole point i'm trying to make is if you give a big slug of money to an endowment uh agent an in-between agent a middleman mm-hmm. eco health alliance yeah they take that money and then they distribute it to a variety of places one eye lab is just one of them and they do gain a function research it's not the only thing they do they investigate all this stuff but they don't say, you don't say out loud, by the way, I want this millions of dollars to go to GOH, and I want this millions of dollars to go to the Penguin Fund of America, and I want this to just go to the Chinese government because you have to pay them off anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't set it up like that. They say, here's a general fund. Yes, and then Use they it. can... It's the same thing. Yeah, it's it's like, it it's like blaming Obama's administration for terror in Middle East. You can easily make that connection with the billions of dollars they shipped over there on pallets in the middle of the night. Yeah, you can very easily make the connection, but you but if you want to draw a straight line to terrorism, you have to draw it from the the paper trail. And the paper trail in this well, case is dollars on and that, cents. On that note, wasn't that money given to uh, insurgents in Afghanistan who were going up against not the no that not, money not was the, given no, to no, Iran? No, okay, Iran, not Afghanistan, but there was a specific group that then became ISIS that we gave money to. That was oh that uh, before ISIS fighting, became ISIS. Who was the they, guy they killed though? The the leader that they were fighting against trying to uh, usurp him. I can't remember his name. Well, that's often so the case throughout American well, history. That's that why a lot of a lot of other too. countries look at us and go get the hell out of our business because every time they every time they take out some bad guy guess what there's a void that needs to be filled instead of being able to fill it with somebody that's the other i mean think about iran in general back yeah. in the i forget i forget what years it was 70 uh, 
when the beef right before the ayatollahs came in there was the shah of iran yeah. and there was a whole bunch of displaced iranians great people again it's the same thing you talk about with china mm-hmm. great people terrible ide- ideology and government right and it's all suppressive in nature and it's it's the kind of the way we're all going with a lot of this kind of stuff we're going into this kind of uh, well, we can get into that another time. But the whole point I'm making <laughs> before I go off on another one of my mini tangents, because it. So Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's discuss uh, Nietzsche and Marx in the form of sitting on Freud's couch and talking God. about their mothers. OK, that, that bo- would be they're both under the Disney castle with Walt Disney. Point my whole chess. point is you can't draw a direct line. You can direct you can draw inferences in the fact that Fauci or anybody else would say you don't know what the hell you're talking about to Rand Paul. No, he knows he's talking about. And so do you, buddy. And nobody's saying anything bad to Fauci because Fauci holds the purse springs of all these. I don't think he's evil. I think he's like a lot of people. He has the, the best in mind for I both himself and piece, others. No, I think he's a piece of shit. I, well, I, I, like, look, okay, he, he, he's a piece of shit. That, that he, part doesn't matter. All I'm saying is you can't couch him as the devil. You can't no, do it. No, you shouldn't couch anyone as the devil. And to mention pe- someone, you know, it's interesting you mentioned the devil. Uh, Jeff Bezos <laughs> and the crew of the Blue Origins New Shepard spacecraft uh, made it to space earlier this week, rising more than 65 miles into the sky. Dear God, that's far. Um, in what appeared to be the world's largest dildo. Kilometers. They rose in the sky in a giant penis-shaped spacecraft. Well, and I mean, even, they, they <laughs> like they watched the Mike Myers. I, like, spy you the can't make this up. Like, this is what's Look, so funny. There goes. Hey, Johnson. Look at, uh, remember dear, that yeah, I, I do remember. I see. I remember that. The big oh, Johnson. Dear God. Tick. Dear God. Like, oh, like, yeah. God. Yeah. It's it's very funny. But even though, you know, the other super ultra rich billionaire who no one really seems to remember. Branson? I always forget him. Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah. He made it to this. The this the, sp- the space. <laughs> he made it to he the made space it there first, sooner. but he wasn't as high. Yeah. But he, he was made at it in the, the galactic limit. rocket plane, though, which is kind well, of a cool here, here's thing. the deal. There's there's kind of a, a delineation between what people determine is is earth atmosphere and space yeah yeah there's got to be a line they you know yeah science will draw it m- many different ways later that'll be the the covet atmosphere line i think we're above that you can't get covet and below it you can i think but only yeah. on fridays uh, oh, oh but no, saturday but again saturday like we talked today. about yeah. before you don't need to wear your space helmet anymore no you don't you just can okay. go out into space Poof. yeah exactly yeah. That, that's <laughs> one of the ways that we talked about earlier to you know that's end right. everything and you just send yourself into space that's right yeah it's painful um <laughs> very short but you know what's funny is that so so and this is something in, we're going to talk about today your princess leia don't bring that movie up. That movie causes me so much anger. That um, scene causes stupid. me anger. It's the dumbest scene. That was the end of the Star Wars trilogy. That right there, the end of the entire thing, they should have ended it there Amazingly, and they should have she given everyone their money dead. back. She was already physically dead at that point. Of too. course she was. Um, so according to the New York Times about Jeff Bezos' penis rocket, um, it's more... It's <laughs> Wouldn't that be a pocket rocket? Sure. <laughs> words I could say. So it's, it's it's the more significant contender in the future space economy. So guys, here's Why something that's more funny. Future contender because it looks like a dick. So here's what's so funny is that we're going to be flying around break in spaceships the... that look like wieners. Just imagine that. Everyone who's like, oh my god, aliens, Star Wars. No, our spaceships are going to look like giant wieners <laughs> flying through it's like space. Flash Gordon days. <laughs> yep. You don't even know the Flash Gordon. I know the name. God dang it. Yeah, you, you, you've got to update the I am back into ancient days. I got <laughs> Abbott Costello. I got Flash you Gordon. You remember when John the Baptist... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, it's okay. I'm going to have the same problem one day. I have the same problem. You, I've you asked, will very no, rapidly. No, I do. I've asked people who certain things are, and they're like, I have no idea. And it was like 10, mi- 10 years ago. Like it's it's happening at a faster you know, pace You know what's very interesting thing is you get older, there's there's these, you know, I talk to people all the time. The, the one thing that really creates a delineation is the cell phone, right? Because if you were there before the cell phone or after the cell phone, it's a, it's a, <laughs> uh-oh. Uh oh, the wolf has a look on his face like something bad has happened. We're gonna yeah, yeah. Beowulf had to uh, run to the dry cleaners for our uh, our matrimony outfits, and she told me the cost, and I just pooped my pants. (laughs) So, Uh, she also looks like she broke her windshield, huh? Yeah, there's a crack. There's a crack on it. Is the entire thing broken now? Oh, I thought that's what she's telling you. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's you know, a crack. There is something called a great crack theory. <laughs> you know? No. Oh, no, yeah. you know, no so we're not doing a... this. We've already gone down too fast. This is way too far. No, we'll hey, never uh, get to the hey, topic. My, we'll never get a to A lot of people. <laughs> this is the topic, is it not? God, 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 the itchy knock, the great Disinformation, crack misinformation. Yeah, Isn't the that topic, the idea? Disinformation, misinformation. Well, that's, the, what we're that's how the Grand today. Canyon was formed. You know, all these scientists think it's weathering I, in the, the I thought Colorado River. In seven days. Th- well, no, no. That's the earth and the moon and the stars and the heavens gotcha. and such. But yeah. the, the Grand Canyon itself, it just went, <laughs> it cracked open. Mm. Some of the weathering happened from the river after that, but that was yeah. just a giant crack. So that's the great crack theory. <laughs> no? <laughs> all I can say I is. got nothing. You know what I can say is? <laughs> who's on first? That's what I can say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know that the predominant amount of our listeners are my age, so they, they, they're not Well, gonna... that's maybe why I'm throwing these, oh, these colloquialisms oh, out there. Maybe geez. I can get somebody... Hey, who? how does anybody know I'm not your age? What am I talking about? Of course they know I'm not your age. They think I'm 100 <laughs> freaking years old is what they think. Well, since the bull let it out of the bag, he let the, to- the topic out of the bag, we're talking about misinformation and disinformation. And for those of you who do not know, they are different. I don't think they are. I think they're but conflated. They're, different. they're conflated. They're conflated. Yeah. So misinformation, just from a definitional standpoint, uh, is false or inaccurate information, especially that which is deliberately intended to deceive. And then surprise, surprise, disinformation is false information, which is intended to mislead, especially propaganda issued by a government organization to a rival power or the media. They're the same. They're the they same are the same thing. fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a semantic game. Yeah. That's being played. And do you remember last week when I mentioned something called affect heuristic? Do you remember that? At all? Affect heuristic. You, you yeah. might remember, it mm-hmm. might not. Yeah, but but in any event, I, without getting into the details on it, basically it's kind of a, a mental processing that people do that that helps those uh, people that want to react very quickly to things. Yeah. They, so there's an emotional immediate response to something called an affect heuristic. The 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 counter way to do that of course is to think logically about something go through steps and make a decision of some kind but yeah based but, on positive and negative feelings that are associated with certain stimuli right wow you're i like, looked at like a fiction dictator yeah I, I actually it's had amazing. that up in my head it's amazing yeah. to me but but the the interesting part of that which pertains to what we're talking about is that an affect heuristic can be used to make positive changes or negative in society for different ways hmm. but there's the, when i was reading a little bit about this the other day they were talking specifically about public health campaigns. Ding, ding, ding. The COVID stuff, right? Or the cigarette thing. Or secondhand the cig- smoke. Things. So the whole idea, of course, is these campaigns often use fear appeals mm. 
to decrease certainty uh, to decrease excuse me to, to, to decrease, decrease <laughs> certain unhealthy behaviors within society by sharing statistics information and images that lead people to experience things negatively to reframe their lives around a negative concept that whatever it is smoking is a great idea about so you, are you so, saying so what i'm are saying, you saying everything is, is fake is I'm that saying, what you're saying i'm saying absolutely <laughs> everything is fake except within the perception oh. of our, us ourselves as individuals because that's the only thing that allows us to exist in general is our perception of everything around us. We have a filter of our experiences, our genetics, our our uh, historical differences um, from not just from individual to individual, but culture to culture. Yeah, that changes our perception of whatever we go by. That's why everybody talks about you know have your own truth, right? Well, we all, yeah. we all have our own yeah. freaking own truth. And yeah. so what you got to do as a society is have standards that you can rely on. Well, Moral these, compasses, if you will. Some kind of thing that you well, can these, look at in the middle of a storm that stands up and everybody looks at it and says, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but these standards now have, like, here's the, <laughs> I think you're right, but the problem with all this now is because of these fucking buffoons are so bad like i said earlier i wish these bad guys quote unquote would be smarter because they're so dumb they've messed up in a few areas and everyone's just like everything they say is wrong now that is literally that what is it's exactly like. the problem everyone thinks you it's don't on believe both anybody now you can't believe anyone you can't like, believe anyone so the only thing to do is set back in your haunches and say i don't believe anyone until somebody can prove to me well and even then they can't really prove to you that and this, again this is the problem that like like I've gotten in discussions with people that we've know that I try and take a medium immediate like a mediator right, right, position. Right. Like I understand there's and I have my biases and I have my as you know, I have my positions that I'm very firm on. Sure. Some of those things I will never deviate from. But when it comes to certain things, I can I can see the truth on both ends. Like I can see when it comes to COVID, those things you won't deviate like, on are your core. They're morals. They're, they're principles. Well, they're, but, they're, but I'm they're centered around who you are as an individual. Yeah, everything else is malleable. You've said it yourself a million times. You love to talk to people and debate people about things, but they have to have quote unquote an open mind. Yeah. to change. Well, they also have to have an understanding of the concept, and a lot of people, unfortunately, myself included, sometimes don't have an accurate understanding of the concept. So, and that's why it leads to these stupid conversations that people have but I, I get where people are coming from when it comes to misinformation from the health perspective like I, I understand or disinformation I understand the apprehension I understand the problem I understand how there are certain potential quote-unquote cures that seem very enticing mm -hmm. I also think that people need to understand that if they take a hardline position on something they are taking a hardline position on something mm -hmm. and they need to admit it. They can't go back and forth. And there's this back and forth game that I've had with people where I admit something and I say, okay, this is what I believe. And they say, well, I believe this too. And then when I start attacking what they say they believe, then they say, yeah, but what about this? No, you need to address the fact that maybe, and I could be too, on whatever topic we're discussing, you might be wrong. Mm -hmm. And if you open that up, then you're open to other ideas, right? As you should be. <clears throat> which is which is where I think I have such a problem with Jen Psaki. <laughs> As a person claiming that misinformation specifically related to social media and in my opinion has more to do with section 230 and the repealment not the amendment of it right um, and alternative news sources is killing people because they're not taking a vaccine 
And this this is the same bullshit when it came to Russian propaganda influence with the, the 2016 election. This is the same bullshit when it came <laughs> to the now apparently true Hunter Biden shit. Right. It's the same bullshit right now when it comes to the lab leak theory. And I really look and granted, there are a myriad of other things that I could bring up that on both ends that are mm-hmm. nonsense. Sure. But uh, the frustration that I have about all this is you're utilizing a term misinformation or disinformation. Right. Right. In relation to a conglomerate machine entity that is either with you mainstream media Mm -hmm. or open to not being with you social media Mm -hmm. and uh, this this all this does is it creates a larger divide between people who brainwashedly watch cnn fox msnbc freaking cbs abc or people who only exclusively get their fucking news as they should from alex jones so it's, Look, it's the, the, the fact is, is that whether it's Jan Psaki, the social media people, whether it's the government in general, whether it's disposition, it's a power Bruce, struggle. It, it's, it's all, all a power scroll. It's all perception. Everybody believes they're right mm-hmm. to a degree. Everybody thinks that their position on something is right versus somebody else. Yeah. The problem you have is when people shift their position so dramatically. So a year ago. If you were to talk to Jen Psaki about misinformation, it would be something about the lab leak. Right? As she wears a fucking, this, as she wears a fucking Russian hammer and sickle ha- hat. Why not? In a photo but my, with politicians. Yeah, but my my point is, is a year later she says the misinformation is is now the exact opposite of what she said misinformation was before. Yeah. So this continual change from a from a perspective of, of the layman who's out there going. Okay, which way do I go? Which way do I go? You know, who's on first? As in I said a million times, they tell you all it go. does is say, I I didn't believe in anybody anymore. Well, I ain't well, gonna, this is the butterfly effect thing, yeah. right? And, and they're trying to say in any of these things, you can you can connect the dots and you can get in the spin room and make anything a part of a small thing. I, you know what? I was up on top of a mountain and I raised my voice and I saw a pebble come down from the top of the mountain. Now, I'm not at the bottom of the mountain. But the likelihood is that entire village got wiped out by an avalanche. And it's my fault. That's what they're fucking saying. They're saying everything you simply do, everything. You know what? I didn't wear a yeah, mask today. Gotta... So, well, you, you know, wear your seatbelts in the car for other people, right? No. That, that, but that's, you know, that, but that, that's the thing. Is, is That's why, like. You but know that's, that's the reason seatbelts are in place. You know that, right? Yes. I, they're not I in place for the individual in the car. No. The government doesn't give a rip about they you in that car driving yeah. at all. What they give a care about is you getting in a car accident and you getting half brain dead mm-hmm. and being on life support and supported by the, the pu- public dole. That's what exactly. that's, which that's is all it's about. Which is why, like, and they want you to think that the seatbelt has to do with your safety, which is what it's interesting. This last year and a half, the whole mask thing, the whole argument has really proven to a lot of people that, as you said, the government doesn't give a shit. Mm-mm. about about Mm-mm. the well-being of the individual they give a shit about the collective which in turn ties to their own personal paycheck it's like when uh, i don't know if you saw my post earlier or i actually had not a post it was a comment on a video that was talking about how um the, the white house no longer has uh, fences around and yeah. i said oh no look at all those insur- insurgents on their perfectly manicured lawn like it's like <laughs> it's the same type of shit and and when it comes to the mainstream media specifically with this year discussing misinformation and disinformation in relation to anything to do with who our our social betters are it's just it's very just it's not opaque anymore it's very blatant it's in the open and you've got to be absolutely brain dead to not see some of the the connections here so here's the problem i have with a lot of this okay 
you, you, and I've said this before in probably in our podcasts, you've got this group of people that are being hired by us to quote unquote, run the country, right? Quote unquote around all of that. Yeah, definitely quote unquote. So you've got that happening and then you've got the, they're ganging up, they're putting, they're teaming up with the scientific community, the bureaucrats within the scientific community that hold the purse strings of that community in general Mm -hmm. to get them to agree. And now what they're doing is they're taking private businesses and they're holding over their head 230, right? And saying, look, you guys need to do some of this stuff for us. Well, well, they're not even saying it in private anymore. But here's the they're thing. They're saying it in public. And they're doing it so that they can say, we're not doing it. Those yeah. are private companies that are doing it. Well, what they want to do specifically in relation to my Section 230 comment is they want the specific groups within the country want to remove it entirely. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should remove it entirely. I think they should amend it mm-hmm. to make it more plausible and reasonable. If they remove it entirely, then they can tell those institutions, hey, do what we say. Because say, for example, they remove Section 230. If you don't agree with the mainstream idea, with everything, they will remove you. Mm-hmm. They, and they're doing it right now. But they, but they will well, intentionally remove anything that does not go and coalesce with the mainstream run of anything. They won't allow anything what to was exist. The name, what was the name of that, uh, that social media thing that got taken down? Pilot? No. Profit? No. Parlay. Par- Parler. 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 Parler got taken completely down. You know why that got taken down, right? Because of all the radicalism and violence. No, it's because they were accused of that. Yeah. And I guarantee you what happened before that is that somebody in the government came to them and said, hey, by the way, we want you to give us information about these groups, these groups, these groups. And they said, they probably said, no, we're totally neutral. (laughs) We're, you know, hey, this (laughs) is net neutrality, right? But but you can't be though. That's the problem. Well, I know you can't be, but here's, here's the, here's the leverage the government has on this. They can say, do this for us. They're not going to say it in the way I'm saying it, of course, but there's basically saying, do this for us. Or if something happens, you're now the bad guy. And yeah, but when the they problem, become the bad guy, guess what happens? They get shut but, down. But the problem, the problem again, and this is something that most people don't understand about the, the internet and online. I'm not implying that you don't, you do. You and I actually have conversations uh, about uh, this. Yeah. What is the what internet? internet? Um, but <laughs> that was terrible. I <laughs> was actually... Uh, Philly, I'm a big fan. Um, but uh, I guess the real problem is that ad companies and ISPs already do this. Like they already take whatever information that I mean, like so. They Web 3.0. Let's talk about Web 3.0 for a second, because Web okay. 2.0 is where people may think that we are at, which is basically just for the the, the listener um, and people who are paying who are, who are tuning in. Web 2.0 is basically the sharing of information. Um, via creators and 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 user generated generated content, ease of use, uh, you know, participatory culture and inter interoperability. Yeah, God, yeah, God, Jesus, interoperability for end users. Meaning that what we have right now, social media, what we're doing right now via podcast and putting it online, um, that's Web 2.0. Web 3.0, which is where we're trending towards, is basically. Let me look it up because I want to make sure I'm right about this 100. percent I don't know 3.0 is about better usability. No, it's not. But it's it's about the evolution of the internet. So mm-hmm. Web 3.0 is... Well, you know, half the internet went down today, right? You heard about that, right? No, I did not. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Schwab and Amazon and Delta and all these guys, there's a, an hour-long, basically can't get into any website deal. 
and everybody went, oh, shit, the ransomware, here we come again, look out, blah, blah, blah. And it ended up just being, and I forget which company it was, they had a, a, a software upgrade that had a glitch of course and basically stopped some of the the main uh, server connections and mm. nodes and wiped out like these giant companies from getting even logged into for Jesus. like an hour. Well, that's great. So that makes everyone more comfortable. But basically, well, it tells you how fragile the whole thing is. Yeah, so well, basically Web 3.0 is just an advancement in algorithmic learning. So the idea is that it will be able to effectually be able to predict and understand. And we're kind of there already. We're kind of there already when it comes to like data and ISPs and data collection um, and big data. Is is this this the system is now at such a point where it can predict and accurately advertise to you without you ever having to question it. So say for example, you're watching a basketball game right on tv and all of a sudden right before the t- the basketball game goes on the tv pops up an ad about pizza because it knows you're watching a basketball game and it knows that you like these types of things from you know from this particular pizza company or pizza company restaurant that sells pizza and you that you like this certain you know mushroom and pepperoni so that's basically what web, web 3.0 is it's it's the integration of internet if from a very layman's perspective the integration of internet in almost everything that we do so when we talk about parlor when we talk about uh, insurgents on the president's lawn. When we talk about ideas that are considered violent, these people who talk about these things, they forget to acknowledge the fact that all these companies have this data. And if a company, for example, goes bankrupt, you know what they can sell to not go bankrupt? The data. The data. Which so, they're already doing anyway. And, well, and so is the FBI and CIA. Well, and there are separate so, companies that actually collect this 100%. stuff all over the place. They keep it in giant databases, yep. never to be used yep. except under warranty well, what, from or warrant from. What a was bench. that Clearview AI? What we were talking about the the the, uh, the facial yeah, recognition it's, software. Well, yeah, it's the it's the it's one. The same thing. It's the one that's no. What was the name? Of it? It's I'm uh, pretty sure it's Clearview. Yeah, Clearview's part of it. That's the Chinese stuff. Oh no! No, no, Clearview's uh, in the U.S. The yeah. one in China was remember. Else. Um, yeah, we should remember it because it's from the Terminator. Oh, Skynet. Skynet. Yeah. So exactly. So, uh, and this is the thing: is like when we talk about these things, it really seems right now that, and this and this is something I want to bring up as well. And I'll get to this other point in a second. But it really seems right now that the government and the powers that be within our society are teaming up, as you said, against the normal person who really wants them to leave them alone. Right. And what I find interesting about all this is prior to the 1990s. There were only three major news organizations. There was ABC, CBS, and NBC. Yes. And those three organizations, which all kind of leaned in a certain direction, split up the major audiences within the United States. Mm -hmm. If you want an accurate historical analysis of that, look, watch Anchorman and Anchorman 2. (laughs) They're hilarious and they're accurate as hell. Just kidding. They're totally not accurate. Well, not really. Actually, they are. Um, So... I guess the problem now is we've had this proliferation since 2011, as I mentioned, of Web 2.0, which right. allows people to create these open-minded ideas about mm-hmm. something that's pushed to them in a certain biased way. So you've got you know someone like a you know Don Don Lamont or, or Jack Lame talking that's about right. certain things right now in the bias and perspective of the organization that's behind CNN in the way that they want you to see it and hear it. And then you've got someone like us who take that information and say, wait, 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 wait. That's not necessarily always entirely correct. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that part of it isn't right. Right. It means that they're tailoring it in such a way. So I I think the real problem now is as as we talk about this and we talk about misinformation and disinformation, as you mentioned earlier, the conflation of those two terms are simultaneously not only being accurately utilized by people like us who are have intentions that to sway their 
you know, other people for right, some reason. Right. But they're also utilized by major institutions within the country in a way that makes it seem, as you mentioned a second ago, like it's not really them doing it. Right. And it's yeah. it's not good. Well, it's not good and it's only going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, think about what you're talking about with 3.0. 3.0 is an integration of uh, artificial intelligence and that's 100%. something we've talked about yeah. before. But it's 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 got to do more. It's got to learn. It's mm-hmm. got to learn who you are. You know, I, I watched something on some show a while back about how uh, Amazon and those type of, of companies basically create a duplicate of you yeah. to analyze and understand from your from never having met you, never having seen what you look like, except perhaps through your camera of your computer, who knows. Mm-hmm. But they can see by your tendencies, things that you do, who you actually are. Yeah. You know, what, what's the what's the old saying? Show me, This is another really old one. You won't even know, but it used to be, show me the five people you hang out yeah, with and show me your checkbook and I can tell you everything about you. Yeah, right? it's an and accurate th- saying. And then nowadays, it's not. It's it's show me who you click through and see and how long you spend hovering over this button or that button and the computer will tell you all of that and 3.0 well, will take that information, gather it up and say, oh, we see that he had uh, Chick-fil-A at uh, 2 o'clock and it's now 9 o'clock and... I don't think because he usually on Wednesdays goes out to mm-hmm. eat. He hasn't eaten anything. And from his history at uh, Pep, uh, at uh, Tony Pepperoni's, they totally they totally know that you like pepperoni and mu- mushroom. Yeah. So we're going to throw up an ad right now because we also can see from your phone that you're located approximately 2.47 miles away from the nearest. Well, and delivery. that's and, and I think it, that this the, the thing that's so funny is that not only are you correct about that, but also it's that people they they don't think about these things so when they talk about the the leading bleeding edge of truth in society the don the mounds of society they think that those people are not simultaneously aware of the fact that they're completely full of shit don lemon knows that he's pointing in a certain direction he may act like he believes it and maybe he does but he also i I think you're making a really really good point but what do actors do you know you know how well i know they pretend but you know what the really ones the 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 greatest of them do they They get so caught up in the character that they become that person like leonardo DiCaprio. it takes them forever well yeah but it takes them forever to get out of character so what these people do is they may know intuitively that what they're saying is just a bunch of bullshit yeah and that somebody's behind the, the curtain with a megaphone like Oz talking in their ear about all this stuff. But sooner or later, you have to logically justify. Again, this comes back to the affect heuristic thing. Yeah. You can make these emotional decisions and everything. But sooner or later, you got to back that up with logic or you, you, you go crazy. So you're going to go and get confirmation bias from every source around you possible yeah. that at least sounds a little bit like what you want to hear. And you're going to say everybody else is wrong. Well, that- because if anybody else is right, then that means you're wrong. Well, and that's the problem that with all this is we're really in real time watching an organ a, a, a pillar of society for the most part, those three companies, god of business. That's why at least to a de- to the de- de- degree that they're no longer the monopolistic entity in the room. They might be the 3000 pound gorilla, but there's a myriad of other sources of information that are readily available for the consumer to pay attention to. And that's why there's so much antagonistic nature towards everyone else that doesn't believe in what those people say because they're watching the money and the attention that they used to have go in a different direction and that's why you see them getting involved with those other things get you know at the end at the end of the day at the end of the day i'm not going to say it this don't yeah don't (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know it comes down to bottom lines for these people 
It really don't. If they see that they have a, uh, a, a solid group of viewers, listeners, whatever the case may be, then they're going to tailor what they do to affect their base, not to just affect them, but continue to solidify that base. Yeah. And then they're going to try to widen the tent from there. Well, and now they're, they're trying to crack down on dissent. So now it's a, a mere, a matter of, okay, well the alternative party parties because there's a grouping of them not everyone is just of one monolithic hive mind right right um but the alternative ideas are now violence they're now danger they're now something that is to be cracked down upon and that's why we talk about section 230 and we talk about social media why we talk about social media platforms it's so concerning because there's no longer an open space for the debate of differing ideas it's now either agree with me and get on board or if you don't agree, I'm you going know, to think, tattle on you. I think there's an open space coming. And I but it's going to be in the completely wrong direction. No, I, I, no. I've, ta- I've talked about this with you before, and the pendulum very rarely stays in the middle. It either goes far right or far left, and it's going to swing I, back I, the other way, think, in my opinion. Think about this, though, for a second, because if you, if you look at historical context in you know, different countries that go through uh, different ideological changes or countries that have become oligarchies or... or these monolithic ideals that control the 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 the, the public out there, mm-hmm. the, the communists, the socialist parties, all those kinds of things. There's been horrific things throughout history that have happened because of that. But what it creates is it creates this this uh, kind of a mirror, not mirror, uh, maybe not the right, well, maybe it is the right term. It, it creates a separate level of society that runs itself underneath cover of darkness from whether it's a religious kind of thing or a political kind of thing or a uh, a, a what's the speakeasy kind of thing no matter what every time you put hard rules up and stop allowing people to have their freedoms even when they don't have freedoms oh, at all a, there's a kickback yeah there's they, a pushback they, there's well but the pushback comes after this I hate to use underbelly but that's what this societal underbelly is created well it, and what what yeah. the interesting thing about the internet in the web is is there's already one there it's just we think of it yeah, in terms problem, of this this criminalized kind of thing, this 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 dark web kind of yeah, thought but process. it's not as but the it's problem not as is dark as not, they think. Well, that, very dark and it's in also ways. Also, not easily accessible. When we talk about the dark web, will, that's that's my point. I don't think so. I, I think it. Well, I think the reason. It is. Well, here's the thing: is that I understand what you're saying, but most people don't understand how to create a separate ISP. They don't understand how to go in and, and create this separate to, thing. That's what they end to up go doing. into the dark web. And again, people think, okay, well, you go into the dark web, and you know, no one's ever going to know you're there. That's not true. That's not true. There's always They'll know ways you're to find, there if you're not. My yourself. point, my point is, is that there's there's always a new level of organization recalibration that yeah, comes yeah, out of these things. I don't think, and I know you're not going to the extreme, but I don't no, think we want that. To no, happen. I don't. Because I absolutely because don't. Like, don't get me wrong, anybody. That's I, like it's not what, what happened in the in 1940s Germany when you know they had to hide people away for fear of extermination. This whole other entity arised, but because of desperate needs and desperate times, is why it arise arose. I don't want that to occur. Well, in the United I, States, I don't want any of that to occur, especially to extremes like that. All I'm saying is that there's a there's there's truly a a a, a, a sincere degradation of your ability to have free speech in this country it's coming it's it's happening right now we're sitting here and, and speaking freely about these kind of things and we're just a you know yeah but we can't say certain things of course there's certain things there's we certain things say. we cannot yeah. say and that's fine i there are limits it? to almost everything very rarely i agree with you and when, when you're you're 
kind of should be absolute. Like, it, like let's not threaten people. No, let's exactly. Not, like, I exactly. get that. There, there are kind of defined structures. The problem is, is that the defined structure that's coming about now is if you don't agree with whoever's in power, you're out. Yeah. And that's, that's totally wrong. And yeah. what I'm saying is that the, our ability to do this right here needs to grow, not shrink. Yeah, but the problem is, and I agree with you, the problem, though, is that because of all this, there's a general apathy growing within people who don't like dealing with these type of topics they don't like addressing reality as it is they'd rather address it as they see it and i'm not saying that there is a universal way everyone should address reality i'm saying that you have to understand that if you're constantly living in a world that only you can see and no one else can relate to then you're you're putting yourself in a small box well, and the people in power understand this and that's why they come about with things that are universal yeah because if you can if you can if you're a magician what do magicians really do? They distract you. So Slide they, of it's, hand. It's exactly Slide right. So if if you're able to to ease the public's fears of a lot of the things that the the radicals are telling them or the conspiracy theorists are telling them or whatnot, what do you do? Start paying them. Yeah. In one way or another. Do you support think, them? Do you think that there is going to be? Well, I mean, obviously, there's going to be like a a. Uh, there's going to be like a point in time where the threshold gets too great, obviously where people start distrusting everything. And I guess the question I have is when that happens, then the alternative is just as scary as the government coming in and telling people to say certain things. The alternative is no one trusts anyone and no one wants to speak honestly because they're afraid that the words that they speak honestly will be manipulated by people who understand the power. Do you you remember the story I told you about working for a very large company? Yeah. And and my very good and current friend, basically, it, when I was really complaining about a lot of things and saying they're never going to do the things that I know are best for the company, and you know, yeah, that's the tons of people that work for large companies think the same thing. So I'm not alone in any of this. Yeah. But you know, I said I'm I'm going to quit. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to da 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 da, which I ended up doing. But do you remember what I told you? You told me. You don't, do you? You just said. Uh, bull. No, oh, oh. he said that was close. That was. He said, "Bull, just be a happy idiot." Yeah, just be a freaking happy idiot. And what he meant by that, of course, is that just ignore the nonsense. And- no, well, but that that saying is not based in a vacuum, right? Mm. If I was poor and destitute and needed a new job and need, could go out and leverage and get more money and all, he wouldn't have said that. What he basically says, "You're doing just fine." Quit, quit pushing the envelope. Quit trying to be something that you want to be if you're doing just fine. Which is a really depressing. But it's but it's, it's kind of a depressing piece of advice. I'm not saying that it's wrong. It's just kind of depressing because yeah. because it's it's it, there at a certain point in time there has to be a realization amongst society um, that there are moral grounds that shouldn't be crossed. And if there isn't a realization, then society is degrading. Oh, it's and a real that people realize it, but they and don't. It is they degrading. don't stick with it. They don't stick with it because they don't hurt financially enough. Yeah, but well, but here, look at it this way though: it, it, the differences between our society now and the society that existed two hundred years ago. People cared about things differently then. If you and I got in a disagreement, we'd go out and try and shoot each other. That's literally what it came down to back then. We would go to uh, fisticuffs. If, if, if you read we, about those I under, duels, I they, really, they missed I, I each other it. on purpose. I, I, I understand, but Except going through the act of it, going through the act of it is still 
almost close enough, in my opinion. And the reason that's I say that's a chivalry eagle driven nonsense is what that okay, was. Okay, it may have been chivalry ego driven nonsense, but at least there was something to stand up for back then. Well, there were now plenty people, to stand up for. Now people would rather just put their heads in the sand. Why did they stand up for it? Ask yourself that. Because Think about the founding of the country. Well, that, but that's, my, Why uh, that's did what they, I'm getting at, is my point, is back then, people cared about something greater than themselves. They didn't that stand instance, on some moral ground only. No, I'm not saying the they Puritans did. coming over, I'm perhaps. I'm not saying they did. But, I'm saying they stood on a ground specifically grounded, I, I probably should have picked a better word, specifically stuck in indiv- individualist, individualism, in, in, in a sense that the moral structures that were in place, be it Christianity at that point, or, you know... Uh, it wasn't the, individualism, it was collectivism. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, society no, no, in a no. whole needs these guideposts. I understand, these... but it was collectivism. The ideas were collectivism, but people took those ideas to heart, making them as individual ideas, is sure. my point. Sure, they, so, they took them to heart. That was what they understood as the baseline for their existence. Now, no one has but any of those. You know why? Because we have it too freaking easy. We live in a giant they're bubble. They're easy and they're hard You, you to know why by. nobody else in other countries... Not other... I'm collectively blumping Broad everybody stroke. together. You know why people in, in you know, Bombay, Bombay, Mumbai, India, mm-hmm. don't care if the carbon footprint's too high there? Because they're trying to live. They're yeah. trying to survive. The people that care about these things, and I'm not saying not to care... All these things are great to look at, but you don't get a chance to even look at them and make them an important part of your life unless you have enough economic security to allow you to do that, period. Yeah, but again, I I think that the real... uh, I mean, we might as well bring up economic security. We might as well bring up one of the things that you uh, have been harping Uh, about lately. I don't harp about anything. I'm kind of of a mild-mannered. Quietly stewing on... The bull has been frustrated by universal basic income lately you know why i'm frustrated by it please please enlighten me because everybody's already getting it you know why say. are you they trying say. to define it now as ubi because <laughs> andrew yang <laughs> that's why <laughs> look I, I, <sighs> <laughs> you know we look at I, you almost have to go back for the definition of what money really is well, if you want this. me to, I can give you the definition of universal basic income well, for those who are listeners. You can do listeners. that in just a second. Yeah. Okay. But first, you have to think about what money is. Money is not really a tangible thing at all. Not anymore. No, it never has been. Oh, people yeah. well, use there was a gold people standard, use symbol. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong about this. <laughs> all it is, all any kind of currency is. Currency is actually a more broad term than money or gold or silver or, you know, tokens or whatever. Currency is a medium of what? Exchange. That's Mm -hmm. all it is. If I want something from you or you want something from me or that group wants something from them or we want something from those people, Mm -hmm. then you have to find out how to exchange something the other group or person values enough so that your service or good is worth that exchange. Yeah. I don't care if it looks like it has a, a Lincoln or a Benji on it or if it's a, a piece of gold or if it's my left shoe. If I said, you know what? Love those shoes, dude. I think they're worth yeah, I think shoes. they're worth $1,000. They're not. I'm just telling you. A tenth worth, of that. To me, sure. to me, those are worth $1,000. Yeah. 
I mean, so I will. It would I will complete give your dad you a thousand dollars for those shoes right now. What would you say? What would I say if it was you? Not if it was me. Just I'm just some rando. If I was a douchebag, I'd say yes. Oh my god, I'm not I conflating whether you're a douchebag or not. Yes, I'd say okay. yes. A thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, I'm Red Riding Hood. I've got a cookie, <laughs> and here you go. You oh, ate my yeah. grandmother already, so here. Yeah. So my my whole point is that this is a medium of exchange. Sure. We do it every day for all kinds of things. Yes. The government is not daddy and mommy. We got to stop thinking of it as that. People out there, well, they should not disagree. They should reevaluate their own perspective on why, though, right? I do understand why. I I understand a lot of this. I'm being a little animated more than perhaps I should. But the fact is, is they're not. We're in existence here to make our own decisions about life for us and the people that are important to us. So let me let me let me explain for our listeners what universal basic income is. Most people probably know what it is. Uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, UBI is referred to as unconditional regular monetary income paid to all individuals. So I'm going to lie. Look, I, I am on the line with the bull when it comes to the interpretation of UBI. I think that there could be some benefits, but I think right now it is so goddamn broad. It's it's not an effective way of doing things. Now, I understand to enlighten the listeners who probably are hard line with you. There's a reason why people my demographic, because that's where most of this is coming from, are aligning with this is because they think, okay, if I have more money, then I can do more things because right now, and let's be, here's the, the most honest thing I can say right now, the value of things has never been more expensive in the history of, well, no, that's probably a bad way of putting it right now. The value of some things is through the roof. And some of it is so far down that it makes the interpretation of things kind of clouded. Meaning someone will complain about, oh my God, I can't hold a house. I can't afford rent. I can't do all this stuff because I'm getting paid X dollars. So then I need UBI to afford me that ability while simultaneously having a $2,000 phone. So I understand the conflation and the concern and the misunderstanding here. And from my demographic, you know I think it is anybody nearly, that's paid from my demographic, for a phone. Yeah, right here. For you my, paid two thousand. No, actually, that wasn't that. No, it was the one I was looking at. the The note, the flip one, when it first came out, was two thousand um, dollars. But my personal understanding of this whole thing is that, and I align with you again. But my personal understanding is that people are just they don't understand basic economics, and they think that if they get a thousand dollars from the government, it's not going to somehow affect everything else. It's not going to somehow drive the cost of everything else up. Because guess who also knows that you're getting a thousand dollars? The companies that you buy from. They understand that. They're not It's not dumb. just that. It's where do you get the $1,000 from? From your tax money. From somebody's. Uh, probably, it would probably go through. I, I would argue it's probably going to come from like some sort of ex, just extreme gas tax. I mean, it, look at look at, look at the, <laughs> the UK California, or Ireland. California, the no, but gas at, tax already Yeah, extreme. but look at the UK or Ireland. When, I don't know if we, when we were over there, I don't know if Why you saw. Why do we always try to equate things with tiny little countries? Because the gas over there is insane. Yeah. And, and there's a ride reason their freaking bikes on those little cobblestones everywhere. I understand. So that's why that's why I think in this instance, when people talk about UBI and getting a thousand dollars per month for no reason whatsoever outside of existing, they think that that'll some somehow support them in a better a better way. And maybe they'd be right for the first year. Maybe it'd be a nice little twelve thousand dollar increase, but things would catch up and it would make things more expensive because instead of paying you know $21 for a case of unnamed energy drink you're now paying $45 for a case of unnamed energy drink because people know well you have an extra $1000 per month so you can afford it 
you know, on, on the other side of this, UBI is based on how much money you make now, right? Yeah. Because they're not going to give UBI to Jeff Bezos, well, right? Well, UBI so, right now is just tax cuts. Or not tax cuts, a lack of tax, right? It's tax credits. For people who make under 40000 it's the lowest tax bracket. You're technically getting right. a UBI. But again, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Under $40,000... No one pays any taxes. Exactly. They pay sales tax. They don't pay income tax. They may pay it up front out of paycheck, but they get it all back as long as they file. Yeah. So they don't pay anyway. So So what it is is money coming out of someone else's pocket to pay for your generation's need to buy the next uh, PS5. Or... or It ain't ain't to go buy milk. Well, no, it's not. It's it's, if people think they'll be able to use this as some sort of like recreational fund or savings fund. See, there's the the problem that I'm getting at right there. It's going to drive the the value of the dollar down is all it's going to do. Yeah, but it's not about the dollar. It's, look, you don't have kids. I have kids. And and I've, I've done right things and wrong things with my kids just like every other human being that's had kids. Sure. But one of the things you don't do is give your kid everything you just don't do that you have to if you give them something you have to determine to teach them something what they need to do to support them getting whatever that is and here's otherwise there's no value well here's here's the thing here's what i think that people could do to combat this ubi thing that actually might be beneficial mandatory enlistment in the military i i Two you years, because then, like that, like Israel, because then everyone has a skill that's needed. Mm-hmm. Everyone understands the country and supports the country, and then for the rest of their life, they can get a thousand dollars a month. Because and on technically, top of that, they would not have fear of guns. They wouldn't have fear of guns, and they and, and every and here's the thing: is it would also kind of sorta, kind of sorta, make the country safer. Kind of sorta. But, it's like it's but like. You know, but okay, think about this a second. Mm-hmm. Mandatory military, sure, for a return, correct? That's yeah. what you're saying. They get paid, right? Yes, they're trading. Okay, that. so it's, it's so again, again, it's not UBI. I understand, but they could disguise it as UBI. Well, is but my point. Th- right now, right now they're taking the, the the blinders off and calling something UBI. But UBI has been around a long time for for different uh, criteria mm-hmm. in your in your life. If you have if you're on welfare of any kind, and you've been on welfare for any extended period of time, that is a form of UBI. Yes. Now, now the, the, the challenge I have with UBI is not that people don't deserve some kind of income, especially if they're in certain classifications. And what I mean by that is certain circumstances in their life have, have put them in a position where they need help up yeah. and help out of a problem. Because I've always believed in the hand, the, don't believe in a handout, I believe in a hand up, right? That's, I well, know that's very generic and there's yeah. a lot of detail around that, but that's the problem with UBI in general. If you're, if you're giving it to somebody for food stamps, for instance, well, f- Twinkies are not food, okay? Twinkies are Twinkies are God's gift to humanity. Well, I guess if you're going to put them in your Twinkies in your are the apocalypse, actual... No, no, you know, just in general. Garage. Twinkies are the food that, that Adam and Eve both ate that, it, from a theological perspective, now I know why brought they, us to sinners. Yeah, look, that's, that okay, is that's so unbelievably good. They Those are. things are crack. They are. But again, to my point, going back to reality, is that are those a luxury or are they a need? Don't even say it. They're not a need. 
unless you'd like crack. They're neat. Yeah. <laughs> They're so, neat. <laughs> so, so if, if the government provides you all your medicine for nothing or free and all your medical for nothing or free and gives you a UBI yeah. and gives you, you know, rent, um, uh, takes your rent in half and allows you to get a discount of 50% on any interest rate and da, 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 all these different things. They've got to be supported somehow or another. It does. It's you can't create it. Let me equate it to something. I know this goes off the wanna, beaten path wait, wait, again because I've been off. The, you want to hear a fun fact? Sure. That, by the way, fun fact. Um, it's really quick. So with this new relief bill, mm-hmm. take a wild guess on how much money the government could have given each American. A lot, probably, huh? Forty-two thousand dollars. So what would it have been to just give forty-two thousand dollars to all Americans instead of doing whatever the hell they did with it? Because nobody knows what they did with it at all. No one knows. No one will know. No. Not even the people in government know. Anyway, back to your point. No, but so there's, um, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Uh, th- this is kind of a, a historical business lesson. I think it's called kuritsu, if I remember correct. I, I might be wrong in that, but kuritsu, it's a Japanese term for keeping basically all your uh, business in the family. And so what would happen is these karitsus would be formed in Japan. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong or something like that, but they, they would be formed. So there was this, this large company in the middle and it's, it's materials would come from company, family companies and their logistics and supply chain would come from family companies and their labor would come from family companies. And you would never, if you got in, you've got employed by one of these companies, you never had to worry about a job for your entire life. Mm. Well, that's a that's an interesting plan if you continue to grow that karitsu larger and larger and larger because it has to because sooner or later something has to come in or out of the end of that. Yeah. So you can't it's not sustainable is my point. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing with what we're talking about here. The idea of a UBI is not sustainable because if, if I'm and I'm not but if I'm if I'm some some um, entrepreneur who spent all my time and energy and money creating something to make myself in the circle I'm in wealthy for generations or whatever. And the government comes along and decides, you know what? We're going to cap you at a hundred grand a year because that's all you really need, right? Everything else is going to go into this big pot. Well, that's, that's all you need if the if the the economy never changes and the stock market stays the same and the cost of goods is static and nothing ever is discovered. But that's not ever. the point. My point is, yeah. is who would want to ever work would hard enough exactly. and do enough to but, get but to that, that point but again i think that's the I, that's, I, that's 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 you're right about this but the, there is a slight misconception with that statement and not in the sense that you're wrong but in the sense that when people talk about that they look at it the piece of the pie type thing right mm-hmm. that's the lump fallacy so the whole premise behind ubi and this is why i say well they should just disguise this shit and actually get people to do something beneficial for once mm-hmm. or twice a week or like four the, times a month like the thing you're talking about if they disguise it and they say, okay, well, everyone has to mandatorily do this if you want X. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Because here, here's what I'm saying is, is if, say, you have to work on, you know, every Saturday, but you say, say, we sw- say we switch things up. Say we do four days a week, 10-hour weeks, 10-hour days, and then every Saturday we have a 8- to 10-hour day in which people are required to do something related to the, the either military or the local infrastructure or something like that. How do you that think actually, the National Guard started? But that's my point is, is, is this is the same type of stuff. And if they tailor it in such a way, then people will say, well, that's an extra thousand dollars for four days a month. Mm-hmm. There's they, nothing wrong with that. My point is they've been doing this forever with all kinds so, of, what do you think, what do you think Roosevelt did when he had all these works projects? Exactly. It's, it's a, it's a 
real thing. The difference now is they're saying, well, we're just going to give you $1,000. Right. That's going to change that, real that's, quick. That's what I'm saying I'm is the you, wrong thing. Change real if quick. you're going to give it away, forget the disguise. Actually ask for something in return. You know what they do? You know what, uh, you know what um, people that get loans and stuff to become MDs? You know what they do in their first few years, right? They, uh, what's it their residency. Yeah. That's what they do. And they get make half and they make almost nothing. They do all the hard work. You know what that is? That's that's hearkening back to the days of apprenticeship. Or it's like the apprentice would go in collateral. Yeah. Your your work for a certain amount of time. It's it's like if if I'm in a business and I say, you know what? I, I need a good lawyer. I know you'll make a good lawyer. I'm gonna put you through school. All the way through school, I'm gonna pay for every bit. But the first five years that you're out, you have to work exclusively for me. Yeah. At a reasonable rate, but exclusively for me. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. And, and people would go, oh, that's, no, you can't do that. So that's indentured slavery. That's indentured so servitude. Is it, so is working Yes, up, it is. Well, it's the so same is thing. working up from basic beginner employee to CEO. Right. It's so the same So my point thing. is these are all disguises for mediums of exchange to go yeah. back to our original concept. That's why UBI pisses me off so much because it's taken the mask off the whole thing and just say, no, here you go. Here you go, my little five-year-old child. Again, Here's I, some money. Go yeah. get all the candy you want. Yeah. And no, no, I don't care if you have diabetes next year. Well, here's go the ahead. thing is I don't, I don't, like if that gets instituted, I don't want it. I would rather trade my time for something. I would rather. And it's going to come into smiling. your bank account. Yeah. So then. You're not going to ask so, for it. It's going to happen. But that's my and point. And you know what? No, but my point earlier, sorry to get off the beaten track again, mm-hmm. but if you, if you making X now and you qualify for UBI and they start putting that in your bank and next year you, you get, uh, you make $50,000 on the lottery. Guess what? You're going to have to pay the UBI back. Of course. Well, that, and that's the thing that, that's the <laughs> you whole You didn't even know you got this. it. Well, that's the whole point in all this is that eventually you're going to have to pay it back in some form. I think I read something earlier today that was talking about the child tax credit. Yes. Um, that's what I'm talking which, about. Well, by the way, you know, the, the greatest state in the union, California has actually funded full, it's basically full pilot UBI right now. Uh, it's because of that. They're doing, yeah. they're giving uh, Patrick Bateman himself signed this into law. Yep. Uh, they're giving cities and counties the ability to apply for funding for a $35 million pool. That's going to go real quick. It's and we'll probably that, go, this is, this is done. Well, it'll probably be as effective. That's all it's for. Well, it'll probably be as effective as what the business loans were earlier when massive conglomerations got money. They didn't need. Oh, um, what so a cluster. Well, $35 million pool for c- cities and counties to basically support, um, and prioritize foster youth who recently left the foster care system and pregnant mothers. Look, yeah. so I, I that understand. That kind of part of it is actually very interesting to me because it goes back to the whole thing about need. Yes. Right. They so they're looking. So they're looking at kind of sorta, but I cannot guarantee it's not going to be used effectively, mm-hmm. and only because humans are so fucking flawed, um, which is fine. And then obviously, you know, the the White House releasing the child tax credit that I mentioned, um, which I just people are going to get mad about inflation now. And we're already mad about inflation because everything's more expensive. It's more expensive because we all decided to greenlit egregious spending programs. Right, exactly. That's all the reason why. I mean, this stuff is not, it's not not correlated. Like, it is tied in with everything else. And so uh, uh, let's go on to the next thing that you, you're pissed off lately about, which pisses me off. And it's kind of related to our initial topic anyway, the initial news. The variant fear-mongering. Variant? What's what? What's a variant? I don't know. A variant? Do you have variants? No one fucking knows. Is it the back to the Delta thing we talked about? Delta Force? Sure. Yeah. Delta Alpha, X over Delta, Delta Y, which yeah. is a change in time, Data. right? Yeah. Data. Data. Yeah. You know. God, I don't even know. It's what never going to gonna end. It's not. It's never going to end. Once and it started, it's not. Well, this is co- our fault. It's it it it's our fault. It is it is citizens' faults. 
and I say this because I initially, as I said, I think in a few podcasts ago, yeah, I had a mask before anyone I knew had a mask. Mm-hmm. I bought into it, and I'm not saying COVID isn't real. And I don't think there's anything wrong is. with buying it, into it at all. There's nothing wrong with it. What I bought into as well was the 15 days to slow the spread, yeah, and I didn't buy into that. Ever. 480 days later, you know, it, it's never going to end. Well, but it, the only reason it's still spreading is because of all the uh, immature, obnoxious idiots that people. can't can't decide to take something that they're supposed to take, right? Because I, I'm, I, uh, my, my talk point, but this, this goes back, this goes back to who do you believe and who do you not believe? It's not about wanting or not wanting a, a vaccine. It's not about, look, I, I listened to somebody on the radio today go on and on and on about the only people that are going to the hospital now are the unvaccinated. The only people yeah, that are dying are the unvaccinated. Da, 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 all this, and I went. Here's the problem: nobody believes anything you say no. anymore. It's not about the well, fear of a needle or any of that shit. Well, what's funny too is that, and I'm sure you saw this, that uh, <laughs> fucking Fauci, God, this guy is such a douchebag. They stated this week that vaccinated people might want to consider wearing masks indoors again. Mm-hmm. Vaccinated people. Well, sure. Why? Because then why you know did, why? why look, no no why did breathing we, your own carbon dioxide calms you down probably so so why again and this is this is the thing I always comes back come back to with this and look I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to the your doctor I'm not saying that you should make any medical decisions based off what we should say you shouldn't you should talk to your doctor sure and if your doctor tells you to do X you should take into consideration what they tell you and then make a decision and or not make a decision it's up to you. But Fauci telling people who have gotten vaccinated to wear masks indoors is the equivalent of you telling me right now to put a seatbelt on myself sitting in a stationary chair. Well, you know, you should because we're in California. If we have a bad a earthquake. A car could you, fly in. A car could fly in through the window right well, if here. If a car flies in us. through the window, the you have a belt on or night. No, it'll stop it. It'll we save us. You could put a cone. of like a, It'll save us. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's the... But, no, you're absolutely right. It's nonsense. And, and th- that's, that's really the issue. These, It's... If, if I'm not even looking for a consistent message, I'm aware that things change. I'm aware that science, life, people, everybody can change yeah, their they're mind. Not, they're not but, discussing. But they're not even taking responsibility no. for these changes. They're just saying, hey, believe me then, believe me now. Believe me now, believe me tomorrow. Believe me. And, and all the statements are different all the way along the line. So I look at it and go. They flop. I, I don't, flop I don't so believe hard. anybody They flip anymore. like pancakes. I, and, and the other side of this whole coin in terms of the vaccinations is, and, and I'm not an anti-vax or anything like that. I, I think that you be, need that. to make a, <laughs> a, a personal responsible yeah. decision. As you said a moment ago, very intelligently, this is your life, your body, your decision to make that responsible decision. I think I it's hilarious. No, 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 I hate that we have to preface things now that are I had completely to and that. totally not taboo. We are in a society now where we have to preface things that are not taboo as if they are, are taboo. Yeah, That's you're right about them that. taboo. They, it, there's nothing wrong Nothing wrong at all. And I to people, I'm sure none of the people listening to this probably disagree with me here. Um, but if they do, there's nothing wrong with telling someone to do things as they should mm-hmm. and, and in their own way. And what I mean by that is by you telling someone to do something because some other authority figure told you to do it, you are thus doing the bidding of the authority figure and not your own bidding. You're just a fucking speaker microphone. You're you're a, a, a an echo chamber for that authority figure and not making any of your own decisions. Mm-hmm. And so... Look, what gets me so I, angry I about this a, is when it comes to you know COVID, you can look at well, everyone says look at the data. Yet no one talks about the data, and whenever the data is brought up, it just goes through one ear and not the other. Mm-hmm. How we measure these things 
and how we've always measured every fucking disease since the beginning of time is by deaths, Mm -hmm. not by cases. Cases is important, but it is not the final measure of things. Cases actually will later on prevent additional deaths. Sure, but it's not the metric that you make decisions on. Absolutely not. You make the decision. They change the metric you're looking at based on the the narrative they have and the fact to go back there. The heuristic thing that I mentioned a few minutes ago, the idea of planting fear in other people's minds works yeah that's why you do it well they're not talking about they're not talking about death anymore and they didn't talk about uh, survival rate in the beginning so in the beginning cases it was all about death in the beginning and now it's about cases Mm -hmm. so let me for the people listening if you you're probably tired of hearing about this shit but i'm going to read it anyway since april 2021 in the united states we've had a steady drop in deaths because that kind of correlates with the release of the vaccine right culminating in a total of around 200 people out of fucking 400 million people 200 people per week are passing away from this on a seven-day average out of 400 million. Not 400,000, not 4 million, 400 million people, 200 per week on average. And that's 200 people non-determinant about comorbidity. Yeah, and then based around our state, the the beautiful non-communist paradise of California, the death rate out of 40 million per week is 21 21 people mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that the, the, the flu numbers, kills off way it doesn't, but, but doesn't it's matter not, it's that, not even lower. a matter of comparisons no it, it's not and somebody would tell you hey one death is too many yeah okay i get no, it's that not. but that's no it's not that's that's not no, life no, no. life look, look life is about life in general is a death sentence right if we want to get down to it back to our oxygen oxidizing state right in the so so everything everything we do on a, on a given every single day is about risk tolerating and determining where you as an individual or a group that you're with will risk their literally their lives to do something when i went out in the car today i risked my life because a certain percentage of the time people get in car accidents a certain percentage of those car accidents will end up in death every single day but i've determined that that risk is not great enough to overcome my need to go out for whatever the reason I is. And you know what? I saw a cloud in the sky. I did. I saw one. It was kind of dark too. So the risk of me getting hit by lightning is actually there too. And I, I know people out there are going, yeah, but COVID's a lot worse. Absolutely it is. And I'm not, I mean, not jumping into a cesspool of people with COVID. And I have huge, huge props and respect for people that went in, especially at the beginning of this thing and put on masks and tried to help people because they didn't know how bad this was going to be at the hospitals and the amount of, the amount of, um, uh, risk that they put themselves in both mentally and physically is something that I'm glad that there are people in the world that did that. And I didn't have to. Yeah. And I'm very proud of them for that. But this is a, it's now become a conflation into something else. It's a narrative that brought, I don't care what anybody says, this helped bring the current administration to power, period. Anybody that argues that has to really argue really well. Because, and, and here's the thing is like, I'm not saying that I would have been happier or less happy had the other thing no, occurred. I, I think the real problem is that now because of this, the people who are in power understand that were so easily manipulated that they could very much push anything to do with health and wellness and disease that would affect our voting power. And at the end of the day, neither Biden nor Donald Trump nor any politician nor any human alive, doesn't matter what you fucking do, can prevent not only one, your death, 
but you contracting something. You can wear a mask. You can wear an N95. You can wear a KN95. You could wear a fucking cloth mask. And if you happen to have the wrong instance, which, by the way, no one fucking talks about our eyes. Yeah. We, the viruses go into your fucking eyes. Like, they go everywhere. Well, there are other holes on your body. That's where I, I mean, if your bodies. pants are off... I mean, oh, God. so so my my point is, it's if you were swimming in the Amazon and well, something but the, but again, swam up, you know, okay. it's true though. But again, I, like I there's know. nothing that can stop this stuff. So we've all come to this point where we've gotten so inundated, as we talked about a while ago, with with information that now we're overloaded to a point where we'll believe nonsensical terms and things over realistic and obvious things. We'll believe a mask will prevent you from contracting a minuscule disease that could end up in your death over. You know, washing your hands and staying away from people is just as effective. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, you're going to catch it when you're going to catch it. Like, you, you could know, be honestly, the cleanest person some, in the world. Some of the protocol around, you know, washing up and things like that has been <laughs> surprisingly stupid. Well, it's it's been overkill with a lot of things. A lot of a lot of people have made a lot of money on, you know, a little bit of alcohol and some lotion and that, that kills off stuff on your hands, et cetera. But, but I will say that people are better than they used to be. Going into the restroom and coming out with hands clean. Yeah, but now like they're overkilling. Correct. Now, now, and, and that's and they're, just they're, as bad. If you if you overwash your hands, you're taking everything that's that's about the human body off of that that kills everything else. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's so. As we say a million times, one plus one is not two. You know, there's all kinds of things around that that make up for a more complex situation with almost anything we do. Yeah, and I think I think you know it's it's funny because I, there's a statement that I started to say a little bit earlier about, you know, the idea of fear as, as drawing from people's emotions. And there's a statement. I think a lot of people truly believe that a lot of people truly believe that. And, and it's, you know, the, the efficacy of fear appeals. When I say a fear appeals, I mean things that appeal to people's fear base when you're, when either in commercialism or the science or this COVID thing, whatever it's been hotly debated over the years, but in theory, this is, potentially a beneficial application of the affect heuristic and what that basically is saying is that if the desire of a a group that believes so adamantly that everybody in the world either must be vaccinated or must wear masks or whatever the case may be if they use fear tactics to to to, it's the ends justifying the mean yeah yeah and and i think it's wrong thinking i think it's illogical thinking i'm not saying that everybody should pause and wait and say okay Here's the thing I always go back to. The FDA has emergency authorization. They gave emergency authorization to use this kind of stuff. They gave that when? October? No, no. November. It was November because nothing, maybe December because it had to be after after the election because nobody would even say we actually had everything until after the election because that would cause voting to change right so i mean that's the truth so so anyways that was all done after the election and so this was authorized then we supposedly have these studies that say this is such an effective thing which is fine i i don't and and frankly i think anybody that is in a an age situation or a morbidity situation that that again this is a personal evaluation but they they you basically say okay the risk for getting this this unknown MNRA vaccine that has the spike protein thing that the, uh, that does this to your body and creates this this kind of effectiveness against this this disease should be taken if you're in an age group. But if you don't have those things, it's kind of like okay. 
FDA, can you can you give me an outsider's opinion on this? Why isn't it that you're not approving this thing? Yeah. Approve the goddamn thing. You know, I guess this is probably the best way to end on this. And this is kind of how I, as I've grown up, have started to relate to a lot of things because I feel like it's probably the most ethical and moral way to approach things. You know the trolley dilemma, yeah? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. love the trolley dilemma. Long story short, there's a trolley on a train, train track. And on two separate sides of the track, there's this one person that's tied up. And then I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm probably not accurate with this. And the other, there's a grouping of five people tied up. Mm-hmm. And do you either A, and you're sitting far away and you have the ability to turn the switch. Do you either A, click the first button that kills the one person. Or B, click the second button that kills the five people. Mm-hmm. The answer to that is you do nothing. Because you're murdering people on both ends of the spectrum. And I think from this perspective, the way I've looked that, at it, is the seems... smallest amount of things that you can possibly do in order to avoid, by proxy, dooming other people is probably the most ethical thing that you could do. And with everything that's gone on with COVID, that's been ignored completely. Hey, everyone. This is The Wolf speaking, wrapping up yet another episode of The Wolf and Bolt podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build the Wolf and Bull cult. I mean, uh, the Wolf and Bull family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, bye.